couple of years down the road, you are living in Austin. Things are the same as far as like uh, your life now, you know. Except it's a little bit, it's a little, it's a little bit more busy. You're doing a lot more comedy. Um, you've taken up running. Oh, good. One day you were um, driving uh, to the downtown uh, library. Uh, you're too embarrassed to uh, buy anime, so. You go to the library and just fucking steal it. <laughs> <laughs> and you outsmart these guys every single time. Good. And like you go to extreme lengths <laughs> to not get caught, dude. Like oh. th- there have been times Do where you stayed theft? there overnight. Like you hid like you hid amongst the books. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. They call you the uh the ghost of Caesar Chavez. Oh man. That's on Caesar Chavez, right? Oh yeah, the bookstore bandit. So you um, <clears throat> you like to go there and steal, and you have like they have like all this stuff in place to try to catch you. They have no idea who you are. They're not even close to figuring it out. Uh, I like, don't leave a calling card. No, when, and matter of yeah, fact, when you that's walk why, in there, because I'm a good thief. Yeah, when you walk in there, you don't even like make eye contact with these people. You may as well be a fucking ghost. <laughs> That's why they call you the ghost with the most. You have a lot of different... This has like attracted a lot of media attention, and they all have competing nicknames for you. Oh, good. So there's the ghost with the most, uh, the books, the book bandit. Uh, there's all these different... Uh, the ghost of Caesar Chavez. Yeah. <laughs> they call you the... Um, the phantom of... Fiction. <laughs> One of them calls you the manga madman. Oh, <laughs> you've inspired like copycat. Yeah, there's got to be yeah. other guys out there doing this now. There are, man. There are people who. There's one guy um, who he just steals every book they have about botany. Uh, they call him the botany badass. <laughs> He's never caught. Good. Good. Uh, we should be friends then. Yeah, there's uh, there's one person who <laughs> the library just a ha- league of thieves. Yeah, the library from a bookstore <laughs> has a um a book of. Do you ever see that book in bookstores where it's just a book of like boobs? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's no. a coffee table book, and it's just like boobs. Yeah, photos of like rad. Boobs. I was in the wrong section of the bookstore. Yeah, and so he steals it every single month, oh. and for some reason they keep restocking it. Yeah. It's probably selling well otherwise. Well, they don't sell it. It's a library. Oh. So things are, uh, you know, you're, you are living life a little bit on the on the edge as far as that goes. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, you know, you're telling jokes, like I said. <laughs> Other than waiting overnight to steal books. I've got to be missing sets. <laughs> well, the thing about I have an addiction at this point. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> half the time you don't even read the manga. Like, it's just the thrill of stealing it. Every yeah. once in a while, you that's just, why you do it. Every once in a while, you mail it back to them from like a different like city. <laughs> like, you have a whole yes. thing set up, dude. I've, 
Like 100%. you will travel to Chicago and send them the book and you'll just like sign it. You'll sign it uh, with a question mark. <laughs> you, but you make the question leave, mark I can't, look cool. I can't leave the same symbol. Yeah. Because then they're going to track me. Sure. I don't leave a calling card. No. So anyway, so things are, uh, you know, like I said, I guess going all right for you. You're, uh, you know, telling jokes, still doing the damn thing. You started a monthly showcase actually at the library. Oh, <laughs> this good. is at I this point, evidence. it is just a it's a sex thing, dude. <laughs> like this is clearly you Pat, fucking, fucking these books. No, but you kind of want to, you know, you never will. But sometimes, man, when you're alone, that paper, that um, sweet mind can wander. <laughs> so you're doing a, a comedy show there called uh, called Shh, No Talking Comedy Show. And um, what it is, is uh, the comics have to like tell their jokes in like a, like very hushed tones of voices like that. And then the crowd can only go like, <laughs> like they can't laugh very loudly at all. They're actually encouraged just to not laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like every other <laughs> mic for the most part. Yeah. That's kind of where you got the inspiration for it. Oh. You ate shit at the Love Goat open mic and you just thought to yourself, man, like there's got to be something else I can do. Like so badly that like as you're getting off stage, you heard the bartender just go like, "That was fucking terrible." <laughs> the next day, they cancel the mic forever. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> so you're having your your monthly uh, show, Shh, no talking comedy show, uh, but you getting some big names to come out, man. You had uh, you got uh, Cedric the Entertainer to come out one time. He just did it as like a, like a favor. Good. <laughs> Who else do we get out there? Um, you also get like, you know, some cool uh, regional people to c- come through. You know, uh, you know. This is like in the middle of the afternoon, too. Yeah, it's at three thirty in the afternoon. It is. It's. It shouldn't work on paper, but it is becoming a like phenom dude like people of the week. just go to the show and they're like this is such a terrible idea for a show but like we can't stop it's like you're it's it's described in um on the cover of the austin chronicle as quote like watching a car crash into a train in front of an orphanage <laughs> hey Wayne press Brent- is good press yeah. <laughs> Wayne Brenner wrote it. He was like, yeah, I mean, it's horrible, but man, I go every week at this point. So, you know, you don't like comedy and shit like that. There's probably people showing up that are stealing books also. Constantly. You have like inspired us revolution, man. The library revolution. (laughs) Libraries are just mostly empty. They go the, the, and then the, the, um, the, the library resolution, the, uh, the motto is, the revolution won't be televised, dot, dot, dot. It's in the libraries. <laughs> so, at this point, you guys actually form like sort of like a quasi underground <laughs> like federation, sort of. You know what I mean? Yeah. You and the other bookstore, 
bandits, as you call yourselves. You guys, like, meet on the coldest night of the month, underneath a pale blue sky. And you guys, like, hash out your differences, and you guys become closer than brothers. This federation of uh, library thieves, they call it the Guild of Cool Thieves. (laughs) (laughs) We're meeting on the coldest night. The coldest night of the month. It's like 68 degrees. Pretty manageable, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys become, like I said, this like underground sort of like family, you know, where it's like, look, if you're on the road and like you have to help out another fellow cool thief. And the way that you guys um, identify one another is... um, you uh turn and you pull down your pants and you sh- and you show them the the custom made uh underwear that you have it's uh white boxers with uh red hearts on them except inside all the red hearts are the other thieves names every single one of them it is hard to make so like that's how they know oh yeah this is guy is definitely you know one of us cuz mm-hmm. it's it's impossible to do otherwise the person who perfected it actually went insane. <laughs> Some say that she died from a broken heart, but those who know the real story weep at night. <laughs> So, you're hanging out. Things are, like I said, going all right. You're kind of, like, feeling good lately, you know? You're in this, like, weird, like, Robin Hood-esque type of thing. And, like, this is not where you saw your life going at all, but you've kind of, like, really taken to it, Mm -hmm. you know? It's really, like, your thing. One of the books that you stole from the library, it's called... It's like a magic book. It was in the forbidden section of the library. Oh, the best section. Yeah, they have some pretty good stuff in there, dude. <laughs> they have a Satan's uh, cookbook. It's mostly like... Uh, All deviled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> in one page on devil's food game. <laughs> There's a... Um, <laughs> there's a, a, a not a cookbook but it's a, it's a recipe book for like cocktails from the time of Christ <laughs> it's called Holy Waters <laughs> there's a book uh, <laughs> just called How to Ski no one knows why it's in there but you like once you're stamped forbidden you are fucking forbidden so they're like clearly something happened with this we just don't 
you know, know everything. So um, you get this book, it's magic, and it's uh, it says, it's called How to Awaken Statues by Peter Miller. <laughs> You're like, the fuck? And like you open up to like the back where it has like the person's like, you know, but face and stuff. Me. Yeah, and it says uh, about Peter Miller, and it just says, uh He's a fan of uh, crocheting and hanging out with his kids. <laughs> and then there's no photo. It's just a question mark. And you're like, that's weird. And then you like, you know, close it. And on the back of the uh, the book, it's just like a picture of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's got huge glasses. It's the whole back of the book. Buck teeth. Yeah. <laughs> And he's kind of going like, what the fuck in the picture? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so you kind of like, you're like, what the fuck is this book? And you look at it and you read it and, you know, you think to yourself, it's been a while since, uh, since old Sawyer had himself a smoke. You pull out a fucking joint, tightly rolled, smells like a slightly skunky cinnamon. Ooh. It's a new strain of weed. It's called uh, the Cinnamon Blues <laughs> because it smells and tastes just like cinnamon. You fucking spark it up, you know what I mean? Inhale. Smoka fills your lungs to capacity and just for just a second, almost past. Just a little past capacity. You blow it out for a second in the in the smoke. Uh, you blink and it's almost like you see a face in the smoke. This guy, uh, he's got like long hair. He's wearing a, a cowboy hat. And he goes, uh, he goes, uh, hey, Sawyer, it's me. The Cosmic Cowboy. Good luck. Look, look. It fades away oh. to the night. And you're like, hey. So you get really, really stoned and you read this book. And uh, you kind of like, you don't like black out. It's just that you realize like, holy shit, you kind of snap too. And you're like, it's been like three hours. I've just been sitting here. Three quarters of the way through this book. Yeah. And suddenly you feel like different. You can't quite put your finger on it. All you know is that you feel, honestly, pretty fucking good. Oof. And things have been going well. <laughs> things have been going well. And you kind of like look over and you see that the, the nearest statue is uh, oh, this gr gray gargoyle. Ooh. It's kind of like, it's a gargoyle that clearly has like kind of bad posture. Uh-huh. Like he kind of is like it's oh, almost he's like just he overhunched. Yeah. Do, do you ever? Do you remember in those like Looney Tunes cartoons those like buzzards? Yes. Who were like the, the totally hunched like, over? Like, yeah. Yeah. Long neck, hunched shoulders. Looks kind of like almost like a question mark. Yeah, I got you. It's got you know some big uh, wings and shit, claws, the whole thing. Menacing. Yeah. What do you do? Do you do anything? Yeah, because like. 
I loved Gargoyles growing up. What a cartoon. I got to imagine it'll be just like it. Yeah. So I uh, I just kind of like thumb through the book to see if there's like an index on spells. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, you find one of the index and you're like, all right, here's what I have to do. And then you kind of like trip and fall forward and like your hand just touches the statue. Uh-huh. And it turned out that you had absorbed enough power, enough knowledge to just innately know how to bring statues to life. Good. So you touch the fucking ankle of this gargoyle. It kind of like, like kind of like shakes itself. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And kind of looks down at you and like hops down and just like stares at you. And he, he opens his mouth and he ha- kind of has like this like kind of gravelly voice it's almost like it's almost like um it's the sound of like rotting onions being mixed with razor blades okay it's a bad gravelly kind of weird it's he's like a uh sawyer thank you for freeing me no problem Uh, (laughs) he goes just onion breath (laughs) He's like, um, <laughs> my name is uh, uh, Gary Gargoyle. Uh, he's like, you set me free. Uh, and again, he has horrible posture. For a second, <laughs> he reminds you of uh, like that he's alien. Over. Yeah, he kind of kind of reminds you of uh, there's this alien in uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah. <laughs> and you just for a second, you're, you don't really know the guy's <laughs> name or really what he did in the movie. But you're kind of like, Gary, for like a second. <laughs> so he goes, um, he goes, uh, all right. So as far as uh, gargoyle law goes, uh, I have to uh, give you a wish. <laughs> he goes, you get a wish uh, and you get free DSA membership. <laughs> And I'm unlocking the Patreon. You're kind of like, what the fuck? So, uh, what do you wish? If he's got bad posture, um, I wish that he would start playing drums in a band with me. Because we'll go get Stevie Ray Vaughan's statue downtown, too. Yeah. So, he kind of looks at you and he just goes, absolutely. So he kind of like uh, uses uh, his like feet claws to grab you, not like hard or anything, but he grabs you on the shoulders. You guys fly to the auditorium shores. Uh, you bring a Stevie Ray, Stevie Ray, Stevie Ray uh, Vaughn to life. Um, you also just for like shits and giggles, you go to um, the Umlauf uh, sculpture garden and you like make all of those sculptures alive. It's like fucking pandemonium, dude. <laughs> There's like a, ri- a rhino running around. There's like several monkeys uh, who have been trained with like spears and stuff. Like, like it is wild, dude. Well, a lot of those uh, sculptures escape. It turns out that those uh, sculptures could also like bring sculptures to life. They actually head uh, northwest. Okay. Yeah. So, but that's the Lugerville's problem. Sure. That's the story for another day. <laughs> The rising, the uprising of the sculptures of the Umlauf Art Center. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you uh, wake up Steve Ray Vaughn 
and uh, he's, he's like, hi, what a partner. And you guys start a band. Uh, you have uh, Gary Gargoyle on the drums. And honestly, he is pretty good. Yeah, he's got a horrible posture. Yeah, dude. And he's, he was he's built just, for it. Yeah, he's just rocking it. He was just like, he's like, I can play uh, any Metallica song. Good. Uh, <laughs> and then you have uh, Steve Ray Vaughn on guitar. He's like, hey, let's go, partner. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he wasn't much of a talker. No. Now we don't. Now Still we don't. Silent. <laughs> what instrument do you play? Uh, I just pretend to know how to play the bass. Tight. I just uh, stand up there. So um, you guys start a band. Uh, you guys call yourselves. Um, <laughs> you call yourselves uh, a trio of friends. <laughs> <laughs> there have been worse band names. <laughs> and you guys record an album called Forever Lonely. And uh, it is a fucking, it is a smash, dude. Yeah. You guys uh, were uh, put out, the album was put out by uh, Lanalax Records mm -hmm. and you guys release it like with no, hardly, with, with like no buildup. It was it a just, double album. Yeah. It just is boom. It just, it's like pops up and people are like, what the fuck? And like your first single becomes the hit of the summer. Uh, it's a song that you guys wrote together. Uh, it's a song where it's like, somebody once said that it's okay for boys to cry, but I don't think they should do that anymore, anymore. <laughs> the lyrics are ironic, but a lot of people don't get it. Like it's it's really interpreted poorly by a lot of people. <laughs> so you guys... Uh, become like pretty big you guys sell like so many records uh and then it turns out that the lanalax corporation they had put like secret mind control stuff uh through like the music like like you know secret music particle waves yeah and uh everyone who listens to the music becomes like a zombie <laughs> kind of and they join lanalax's unstoppable army and they ransack north america <laughs> They take over eventually uh, the whole entire world with the power of uh, literally every single person on the planet is just like reduced helpless they, with no free will uh, except you in the band as like a thank you. You guys are like allowed to like, you know, keep, keep your own. Rocking. Yeah. Keep, you just guys just keep rocking. So you guys uh, play. Uh, you guys don't. I mean, it's just fun to do. There's no audience and there's no you know money in it or anything. Oh, but man. it's. Uh, and you know I'm you live stealing. mostly. On well, a, I'm I'm naturally a thief. So. Sure, you you guys live mostly on you know the barren wastelands of uh, you know North America. And you going global eventually? Um, you would. Uh, the world. problem is that all electronic communication has been taken down. <laughs> uh, there's really no way to communicate with anyone except if they're in earshot. So, but you guys just do it for the love of music, man. And you guys keep you guys keep rocking for another 12 years. Uh, and then uh, one day um, you were walking and you slipped on a banana peel and uh, you fell on a uh, exposed, like, like an open can of uh, tomatoes and it slices your throat. <laughs> the rotting tomatoes uh, like kind of like tumble out of the can and just go straight down your fucking throat. And the last thing that you uh, kind of experience before you die it's just the rotting taste of these fucking tomatoes struggling to fit down your tight little throat and then you die 
Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> death isn't going to be great. The band breaks up. Oh, that's respectful. <laughs> they never see each other again. Oh. <laughs> Just two statues. They pursue, amongst, they amongst pursue the world solo of statues. Work. They pursue solo work for a forgotten world. 